The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, today is Trinity Sunday, and thus ends our long trek through a plethora of holy days, at least for the next few months anyway. From the beginning of time, God the Creator's activities have been obvious for us. And what we just heard this long reading of through Genesis, through the, gen, through the creation of the world, and all the stories through the Old Testament. Then the Father sent the Son, and year after year, we walk through Advent, the birth of the baby Jesus, his life with his disciples, the crucifixion, and his rising from the dead. But then Jesus adds something else in there. He leaves us the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth. This is the same Spirit that led Jesus to the wilderness, the same Spirit that led Jesus to the cross, the same Spirit that Jesus, upon forgiving those who just crucified him, breathed upon them. And this Spirit connects us to all things, and most importantly, connects us to each other. We are invited to, experience, to an experience of the Trinity, God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And because of this loving companionship of God, God never stops beckoning us. God draws us through the Holy Spirit, forgives us through the Son, adopts us as beloved children, and the Spirit then empowers us in the, to serve in the surrounding community and the world. There is an icon by Andre Rublev. It's in your bulletin. This icon is representative of the Trinity. Many of you may have seen it. I want to share with you Lutheran pastor Nadia Boltz Weber's description of this icon. The three figures in the icon are depicted as angels seated at an altar table. They have identical faces, but their postures and clothing differ as though we are looking at the same figure shown in three different ways. But it is the way in which the figures relate to one another which is so compelling. The father looks to the son, gesturing toward the word made flesh. Christ gazes back at the father but points to the spirit and the spirit opens up the circle to receive the viewer. Between the spirit and the father in the Trinity icon is an open space at the table in which the viewer is brought to sit in communion with the Godhead. 
Here we see an image of God's relational circle into which we are welcomed. The Father sends the Son, the Son sends the Spirit, and the Spirit welcomes us to the table. When we talk about the Trinity, even when I look at this icon by Rublev, what always floats to the surface for me is the Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit is who Jesus referred to as the Spirit of Truth. The Spirit of Truth points us to some hard truths today. I, I mentioned in the Messenger article that on today, many churches are observing and praying specifically about gun violence in our communities. And I want to say, and I need to say, this is not a political issue. The gunning down of children, shoppers in malls, people, people who are going about their daily lives, tell them this is political. This is a spiritual sickness, one that stems from hardened hearts and godlessness. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are beckoning us to come to their table to face the hard truths of this day. And here at St. Andrews, we have not turned a deaf ear to the problem of gun violence right here in our community. Every Sunday, we say the names of those who have been killed as a result of gun violence in our community. We pray for their assailants and we pray for all who are affected by their deaths. Now to some, this might seem trout, this might seem trite, excuse me, because after all, where are our prayers going, right? But I want to share with you what we prayed during the month of July in 2020. During the prayers of the people, included in the list of fatalities was an unidentified man in Kansas City, Missouri. The next week, I learned that a cousin of one of my friends had been killed the previous week. She told me the family had been searching for him and days after he had been found gunned down in the middle of the street, the family learned that this unknown man was their loved one. I then shared with my friend about the prayers that our church prayed every Sunday. I told her that when we prayed for an unidentified man in Kansas City, Missouri, and when we prayed for all affected by his death, that we were praying for her and her extended family. My friend was speechless and very moved to know that this church, even though we did not know the name of the victim at that time, that we took a moment during our prayers of the people to pray for her family. I spoke with my friend a few days ago and told her that I planned to remind the congregation that they had prayed for someone whom I know. She told me, Rita, be sure to tell them his name. Please, say his name. I want you to know that on a Sunday in July of 2020, during prayers of the people, the unknown man for whom we prayed was Desmond Starr age 50. He was a husband, a father, 
a grandfather, a son, a brother, a cousin, and a good friend to many. The Holy Spirit is referred to as the spirit of truth. And today, bringing gun violence to the forefront is facing a difficult truth. This is a time to face the hard truths. And as we talk about living in community with each other and with those in our surrounding communities, let us not just skim over these names that are named Sunday after Sunday during our prayers. Today, we are reminded to face the hard truth. And we are reminded that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, is beckoning, is beckoning us to not turn a deaf ear. As our gospel message reminds us, we are called to make disciples, to teach, and to baptize. But as we follow in the footsteps of the relationship which we see among the Holy Trinity, we are called first to love and care for those in our community. And praying with sincerity is an act of love. When people are at their most vulnerable, we are praying that they will be reminded that Jesus is indeed with them. So we can see that the Trinity is all about relationship, meaning that God and who God is, is all about relationship. And we are called into this relationship and we are called to live this relationship with one another and with the surrounding community. The truth of love, generosity, and grace, these are the truths that we are to proclaim not on our own strength, but the strength of the Spirit of God. But we can't do this alone. From the 20th verse of Matthew 28, Jesus reminds us, remember, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. And just like in the Rublev icon that's in your bulletin, we see the community of the Holy Spirit and we can only live in community with one another through the power of the spirit of truth. Through the power of the spirit of truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.